0: All right, welcome to the first of its kind, world-changing Manufacturer's Network. Lisa Ryan has her ears to the ground and her heart in the game. Buckle your seat, listen, and spread the word. Here's Lisa.
1: Hey, it's Lisa Ryan. Welcome to the Manufacturer's Network podcast. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Robin Ritz. Robin is a creative visionary and owner of Incord, which is a women's owned small business that provides safety netting. Robin, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me here.
1: So share with us a little bit about
0: your background and l- what led you to doing what you're doing within Cord. I started in the office environment back in the 90s. My first job was cleaning offices. When I was a child, I used to role play as at office. I liked signing checks and I liked I liked doing office things. So kind of a natural fit for me in the late 90s. I started working for a safety netting manufacturer in 1995. Incord was started by my father and his partner, uh, Bob Martin and, and Mary Martin. So I was able to come on and do some office management and really just fit into the admin part of things. On the side, I was always interested in art and creativity. About 13 years ago, I became certified as a Kaizen Muse creativity coach. And I really found that balance between evoking creativity and honoring process in the workplace and also being in a manufacturing position and co- combining that with the business and admin. So today I am creative visionary of where I'm able to really incorporate all of that love for honoring process, but being creative and doing it in a manufacturing (laughs) workplace.
1: And that's really not something that you think a lot about is creativity in the work environment and manufacturing. You think about it as much more gritty, just get the job done type of environment. But that sounds like that has really helped you to create the type of workplace that draws people and keeps them. So what are some of the things that you are doing that differentiate you from a
0: lot of what you hear about in manufacturing? So I think one of our guiding principles is that we're trying to be an exemplary employer. So we are really focused on the employee experience. We're focused on our corporate culture. We're focused on being the type of workplace that somebody would want to work in so that the manufacturing kind of becomes a secondary to that environment of your first and foremost working with people who are creative beings. So the manufacturing gives us something to do at work, but the environment that we're trying to create is really about empowering people to be creative, to be forward thinking, and to really show up as a whole person in the workplace.
1: Well, again, and going back to creativity, I mean, you're doing safety netting and doing custom solutions. So what are some examples of where your employees can use their creativity and build those relationships with each other and with the customers?
0: Every individual has their own expression of their their creativity. So being able to just empower employees to say, we want you to use your creative talents in the ways that come naturally to you. So some people might be naturally organized. Some people might be naturally outgoing. Other people are more in an observant role. So honoring the ways that creativity shows up for each individual, then they're able to contribute in a way that is unique to them. So making systems process improvements based on a suggestion because somebody's already organized and sees a better way that it can be approached or somebody's bringing a tool that they have from some experience outside of the work and they're able to say, hey, we could use this jig for that, or maybe we can apply this technique to this process because I've seen it work in other ways. So I think it's really more about the openness for the input and, and then the creativity kind of takes on a life of its own. It's not necessarily painting on a canvas or art supplies, it becomes creative in that you're creating the environment that you wanna work in and you're creating the changes that you wanna see, you're creating your career path, you're creating the relationships with, with customers or vendors. So it really just embraces creativity in a way that says, you can be creative in all sorts of different ways. And yes, we can apply that in the manufacturing or administrative role
1: and it sounds really individualized and it also sounds like a lot of work so how do you really bring that to to figure out how people where their strengths are when it comes to creativity and creating a safe environment for them to go for it like you're like you do
0: so intentionally being mindful of the processes that we do have in place Trying to communicate to employees what our values are, what our strategy is, so that they feel like their input is at least in alignment with that. Looking at things like your onboarding, your orientation, your initial performance review, and then your annual performance reviews. Those give us the formalized opportunities to talk about career goals or professional development or Ideas that they might have for improvement of their own workplace. Some of the questions on that review are actually what would you do if you were owner for a day? So Mm. it gives people the opportunity to present their ideas in a way that are a little bit whimsical, but we get some really great feedback from that. Formal, very business practical way of approaching it is just making sure you're creating those conversations within your reviews, within that formalized process. And then there's the opportunities for it to come up in between, but you're at least not missing those opportunities within your performance reviews or professional development conversations so that you're at least creating the opportunity for them.
1: So let's start with onboarding. When that brand new employee joins Incord, how does the day look? Do you start like before they come on board, building relationships with them? You know, what are you doing for the first day, for the first week to really set the tone for what their experience is going to be like at Incord?
0: So I would say particularly over the past two years, and now we're in 2022. So over the past two years, it's really evolved because we had to get to a place where we could do it virtually. We had to come up with a model that was effective both in person and not in person. Um, So we created employee portals. We created, really embraced that kind of digital world where we're able to provide all of our policies, all of our frequently asked questions, all of our healthcare benefits, all of our portfolio, if you will, for employees. So we created basically an internal website that has all that information that's immediately and continuously available to an employee, to a manager, to supervisor, because first day you're so inundated, you're so overloaded with all this information and you don't need it until you need it. We do do the typical parade you around and try to introduce you to as many people as you can, but we know that's super overwhelming as well. So breaking it into littler segments with different departments and making sure that there's like a buddy system for that new employee are some of the ways that we try to make it as, as comfortable as possible. But honestly, we're constantly revisiting that just because it's there's always that opportunity to make that impression. And it, it means so much that employee's first day, first week, first month. So what talk talk about
1: the buddy system. How do you choose the person to buddy them up with and what does that buddy actually do?
0: What I have seen is that it's pretty informal, that because we have a community of employees that have a long history working here, our average 10 years, probably over 15 years. So what I've seen most typically is that the supervisor will provide a formalized training but the community itself within the workforce is able to recognize who's the best fit to start to really help this person, make them feel comfortable bringing them into the community that we have. So it really, what I've seen is that it, it, it happens organically because you're allowing it to develop naturally. So it it's not as formal as we're going to assign this person to this person. Mm. It's more like the flock knows how to take care of the new little chicks and there's mama hens that will just do it naturally. And you'll find that there's ways that personalities start to reveal themselves and you'll see it just happening organically. And I think part of it is that of reciprocity where somebody who's been working here long enough remembers what it was like when they were coming in and they're going to be that change that they wanted to see, or they're going to make sure that that person's feeling comfortable. And a lot of that comes back to that intentionally, when you said it seems like a lot of work, it's not a lot of work when you're empowering at the lowest levels. When you're empowering across the board, so the managers aren't responsible for it, the employees are responsible for it, co-workers are responsible for it. So it doesn't have to be heavily managed. It's not micromanaged. It's organic relationship building. It's no work. It's very fluid, and I think that's the other piece where it's like when you're not trying too hard, it comes together in a very natural way that isn't forced. And so it, it has more integrity, it has more authenticity, and it has more lasting power.
1: I think the most interesting thing that you said in that whole mix was the fact that Your average tenure is 15 years and and more. And yet they are so welcoming to the new people instead of having that attitude of, oh, these new people, they're not going to be here for very long anyway. Why should I make friends with them? You know, why should I take them under their wings? Where it sounds like with Incord, you've created the type of workplace where those tenured employees really have a stake in building the relationships with the new people so that it does keep them on board. And so those people too can grow into those same tenured employees.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think there's there's like almost like a parental pride when you know you are helping somebody become successful, you're helping somebody acclimate, you're helping somebody feel comfortable and part of something bigger than them. And there's a pride in the workplace when you know your job and you can show somebody else how to do it you know i think there's a lot of energetic exchange there where it's not an ownership where you're afraid of sharing it because somebody's going to replace you or somebody's going to outshine you it's more like hey i've done so well here i want to share that experience with you so and i think that again it, it it's really almost an individual thing where we're fortunate enough that we're attracting really heart-centered individuals that <clears throat> they care about their work community. They care about the success of their coworkers, And by helping somebody else be successful, they know they're going to be successful. Um, so it, it really is collaboration at its best.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. So when you're talking about the collaboration and communication and your, your feedback loops that you have there, because it sounds like it's really open, talk about that. How does the feedback work, communication work
0: to create that type of safety that you have there. So again, it's it's incredibly intentional. Um, we're constantly checking in and making sure do employees feel like senior managers know what's going on? Do employees know what if supervisors know what's going on? So we'll do it through like survey survey services where it's a text or an email so people can answer a quick question. It's formal and informal. So within the review process, within, you know, timed at, at certain times throughout your career, you're checking in with that. So it's some, kind of some some formal, some, some informal. But the biggest thing is that it's consistent. The communication is consistent. So you've got a newsletter that's coming out that's consistently going out. You've got the surveys that are consistently asking for that feedback. And then the Zen part of it is that the feedback loop has to be saying, yes or no, we're going to implement it because of this relationship to our strategy or this misalignment with our strategy, or we're going to push it out because the timeline. But that feedback loop is really critical for employees to know their suggestion has been heard. And here's the response, yes, no, or indifferent. Here's why we're doing what we're doing. And that then creates that feedback loop of, okay, well, I feel comfortable presenting another idea because yes, it was heard. Yes, it was acknowledged. And even if it was a no, I know why it was a no. And that's really that most critical piece is that people will stop giving suggestions when they think they're not being heard or not being implemented. So even if it's not being implemented, if it's being acknowledged and explained, you'll get more suggestions.
1: Right. Well, and the other thing that you mentioned is that you attract a lot of heart-centered individuals to join your organization. So in a market where it's definitely an employee market and uh, labor is hard to find, what are some of the ways that you are attracting people? Where are you finding them?
0: So one of the things that we participate with every year in Connecticut is Hartford Current's top workplace so we're 11 years, I believe 11 years in a row, that it's an employee vote that we're voted as a top workplace in Connecticut. That is something that keeps us in an attractive position for employees looking for employers in Connecticut. It is some bragging rights for us to be able to say our employees voted us. I am a, a huge fan of impeccability with your words. So we're constantly claiming that statement that we attract high caliber, very talented individuals, again, it's intentional that we we want alignment with highly motivated, highly intelligent, highly engaged individuals. And so, you know, it's like attracts like. It has to be something that you are intentional and mindful about so that you know it when you're presented with it. And I think that's something that because we want to be an exemplary workplace, because we're putting the workers and the work before the workplace it's something that we just keep revisiting as our values and that continues to beget itself right
1: yeah so what are some of the fun things that you do i know that uh, celebrations are a big part of your company culture too so what are some of the things that you celebrate and how do you
0: do that Um, One of our values is make time for celebration. We are a family business. We have a lot of family members that are working amongst employees that are working. Um, I would say almost every single Friday, we have a birthday party or a baby shower or some type of personal celebration that we're making time for. We have an events committee. And again, they're planning their events around the survey responses from our employees. So rather than creating an event that we think might be enjoyable. We've asked the employees, well, what are the important holidays for you to celebrate and how do you want to celebrate them? And are we doing them collectively, entire group of employees, or are you doing them by by departments or by by facilities and things like that? All your major holidays, I would say that you know we we try to take time out and celebrate, but we'll also do things like bring in an ice cream truck and do ice cream socials or our events committee lines up things like Zumba classes and hula hooping, and we like playing with parachutes. And, and so, I mean, it, it, we just try to have fun in, in ways that are en- engaging for everybody. And, and it's always based on employee feedback. So it's mostly like, can we just eat? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how large is Incord? How many
1: employees do you have there? And are they all on site, or do you also have a virtual team?
0: So we're over 130 employees and we have multiple facilities within Colchester, Connecticut and Oakdale, Connecticut that we're operating out of. So all of our production is on site. We did have a virtual work capacity in the past couple of years, just out of necessity, but otherwise we've brought everybody back. Everybody works from the office with the exception of our outside sales team. So we have an outside sales team that are sales managers and they're all Home based, they all have home offices. And I wanted to get the number because 130
1: employees is not 15 or 20, where you can really super ultra personalize. But it sounds like with everything that you're doing, you're getting to know your employees, uh, you're listening to them. So even with a larger team, all of that is possible. What about hours and scheduling? You know, you brought everybody back who were remote. Is there any flexibility there or how do
0: you work with people to give them some of their time back? Thank you for asking. So we did. We shifted, we had to do two shifts during 2020 just to keep our numbers small enough. So when we did bring everybody back in production, we gave the production crew the availability of saying, what hours do you want to work? And we also have a second shift. So we've got, I believe it's 7.30, 7.30 to three. 30 3.30 30 to 330, that's our first shift. And then we've got a second shift that comes in for production. For our admin staff, because we're a sales-driven organization, we want to make sure that we're available when our customers need us to be available. We had been an eight to five business, but we put it out to our entire sales team and it came back that we're eight eight thirty to five. It was really about responsiveness to make sure that we're available for our customers and when are they most needed. As far as the employees working from home, there is a lot of VPN or virtual tools in place. So if somebody can still work from home if they need to, but we also added two new kind of, I guess some people would call them flex days or personal days. So we increased the personal days <clears throat> two days from now. So they will be use them or lose them. But that gives people more time for the appointments that they need to schedule or some of the off-site type of activities that it just didn't feel like they had enough time to do. So we built in a little bit more flexibility for employees to be able to to schedule around those work hours. We we are manufacturing. There's a huge value to people being in person. So really, 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 really embrace that as much as we can. Yeah. And as we're getting to the
1: end of our time together, one other quote that uh, from a previous conversation that you said was there your commitment to a sensory rich environment, making a workplace that's more than just the work. So, what are some of the things that you do that maybe we didn't talk about so far that would help that to happen?
0: So, sensory rich, it, it is really because you are in that manufacturing environment, one of the things that's really important to us is that, you know, we do have natural lighting. There are really good sound systems in all of our factories so that there's music that's going. There's bright and colorful artwork on all the walls so that there is something nice to look up at. There's, again, an empowerment within the employees' workstations to the degree that it's available, where they can personalize it and they can have things that are meaningful to them and and they want to look up and and see it's everything sensory so we've got you know doterra diffusers going that are making it smell good you've got natural lighting coming in you've got music you've got artwork we've got plants we've got things to create creature comforts around the environment that just give it a more rich you know more texture
1: yeah well it sounds like everything that you're doing there is really leading to that consistency of being on the best places to work list because it really does come down to culture. And even with everything that you're doing, it sounds like your business is super strong and you're getting a lot done.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we do. We get a lot of work done. We work hard, we play harder, but we're doers. And I think that's it. You got to be doing the work anyway. We do see work as a privilege, you know, creation as a gift and work as a privilege. And so if we're able to do it in an environment that brings us more joy and gives us a heightened sense of satisfaction, that does translate to your product. That does translate to your low turnover. That does translate to your productivity. And all of that is a better customer experience. It's a better product. So the times that we're investing back in our employees, again, it's on behalf of our customers' experience that they'll ultimately benefit from it.
1: Yeah. Wow. This has been such a fun conversation. If somebody did want to reach out to you, uh, either to learn more about your products or just to continue the culture conversation, what's the what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
0: Sure. Thanks. Yeah. My email is RobinR at Incord.com. Incord is located at incord.com. I'm on LinkedIn, RobinRitz13. Instagram, RobinRitz13 and you're yeah welcome to reach out and and embrace any questions and if anybody wants to know what it looks like I can send pictures <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for this conversation I love talking about this You're very welcome well again Robin thank
1: you so much for being on the show today it's been great My pleasure thank you Lisa I'm Lisa Ryan and this is the Manufacturers Network podcast we'll see you next time Thanks for listening to the Manufacturers Network podcast do me a favor and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can grow this network and connect more fantastic folks just like you. You can either send your buddies to the website at manufacturers-network.com or share the Manufacturers Network podcast on your LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you and your industry friends hang out. The bigger and faster we grow
0: the network, Thanks again, and I appreciate you.